Part 1. Life. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Couldn't Jefferson just as easily have written these enumerated rights given to all by our Creator in a different order? Liberty, happiness, and life? Or happiness, life, and liberty? The answer, of course, is that he could have written them in any order, but he made this decision consciously, knowing that each right is foundational for the next. Is it possible to have liberty if you are denied the right to life? Can you pursue happiness if you are not free to do so? The founders logically ordered the rights to build on each other, from foundational to aspirational. Life is clearly the foundational right. Our founders saw the government's first and highest priority as being the protection of life. It was obvious to them that all other rights were meaningless if life was denied or diminished. It is hard to fathom that any principle would have a broader consensus in our country than the belief that every American has the right to live. However, American history is stained with examples of people who were denied this basic right. So perhaps it is not so surprising that of our country's basic rights, the right to life is at the core of the most contentious struggle. The Declaration also states that all men are created equal. From the beginning, our founders set forth this revolutionary principle that runs counter to most cultures. All human life is of equal value and should be treated equally under the law. Although this ideal did not become a reality for all groups of people at the time, it is undeniable that this core belief set the foundation for equal treatment in our country. What is the origin of this radical concept that all are created equal? It certainly doesn't come from scientific observation, since no two people are identical physically or mentally. We should be treated equally for one compelling reason— because we are equal in the eyes of the Creator, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Until the Revolution, the concept of all men being created equal flew in the face of thousands of years of human history. Man has drawn distinctions among people based on various criteria—race, creed, gender, age, or ethnicity— these discriminations, of course, have resulted in the most horrific of human tragedies. Man's inhumanity to man has been present in every civilization. And despite the greatness of American society, our government, usually with the support of a vocal and powerful minority, has been guilty of denying equal treatment to all humans. While we, like our founders, struggle to live and govern in concert with the truths of the Declaration, there is no ambiguity or uncertainty in the document. The founders said that all of us are endowed by our Creator with the right to life. An endowment is not something that is merited. It is a gift. Of course, life itself is a mysterious gift from God, but the right to life is not something to be earned or created. Your God-given right to life, as recognized in the Declaration, is attached to you the moment your life starts. 
The government has been entrusted with respecting and protecting that right. Although the idea of all life being sacred was not put into practice in most pre-revolutionary societies, this concept is deeply rooted in Western civilization. It is clear that according to earliest Judeo-Christian thought, life is considered to begin at conception. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book 